0: dude pick a jurassic park movie and i will defend it to my last breath that is a challenge (laughs) and i hold anyone to you hear that anyone who wants to come up against jurassic park or world the entire franchise i will stand between
1: you and that franchise i was just expecting there to be a bit more of a spectrum
0: no fuck you star wars fans he's just
1: a guy who's a guy being a a guy (laughs)
2: Welcome back to the What's Our Verdict podcast. We are going to talk about the movie Larry Crown. I'm your host, J.J. Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Javier Ortiz. What up, nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. I'm t- I'm telling you. That, that was much more comfortable than last time, so I'm, <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm loose. I'm, I'm, I'm loose. Yeah, we, we just did a really great uh, review, so he's all fired up now. Larry Crown was released in 2011. Was written by Tom Hanks and Nia Vardalos. Uh, oh, Tom Hanks wrote this? Yeah, he wrote this. And Nia Vardalos is the main character from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. I never saw mm-hmm. that. So those two are the writers. Um, it was directed by Tom Hanks as well. And then obviously starred Tom Hanks. But this cast is like a veritable who's who of past stars and future stars. Like it's crazy. Let's roll through it. We got Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, Brian Cranston, Cedric the Entertainer, uh-huh. Taraji uh-huh. P. Henson, Gugu Mbatha-Ra, Rami Malek, obviously Oscar winner. He's got, amazing.
0: Got George Takei in there. Yeah, right? George
2: Takei. Uh, <laughs> Wilmer Valderrama, Pam Greer, Grace Gummer. So Grace Gummer is, oh, who's her mom? Meryl Streep. Oh. oh. That's Meryl Streep's daughter. Wait, which one? One of the classmates. The blonde from the class. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I can kind of
2: see yeah. when you Next time you see it, you're be like, oh, yeah, I see it. it. Yeah, so that's Meryl Streep's daughter. Rob Riggle, Randall Park, and I didn't realize it until this watching. Rita Wilson, the banker, the, his, the mortgage lender yeah. chick that he was talking to, that's his wife. That's Tom Hanks' wife. Oh, in that's, real life. that's awesome. So I was sitting there laughing as I'm watching this last night going, they had to have had so much fun <laughs> playing those two parts against each other. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah, so this cast is unreal. So let's talk about the movie. Larry Crown's a simple man who loves his job at the U-Mart. Even picks up the garbage in the parking lot on the way in. After being called to the employee break room believing he's to win his ninth employee of the month award, he's actually fired due to his lack of college education. Which
0: makes no sense. Who, who gets fired from Kmart because they don't have a degree? No, this
2: was Umart. It was Umart, man, and it's more like Costco than it is Kmart. <laughs> See, it was a warehouse shop. So, he also finds out that he, this is the reason he's been overlooked for promotions in the past due to they have a policy at UMART that you had to go to college in order to matriculate up the ranks. Because
0: someone, some dude went to Chico State for <laughs> three semesters. Or SMU, baby. <laughs> I love Rob Riggle.
2: Shows his ring. SMU. <laughs>
1: They'll just hand those out.
2: <laughs> uh, so after being fired, Larry goes on the hunt for a new job, which turns into a fruitless effort as his only experience is in retail and that of being a Navy cook. He also visits the bank that owns his mortgage to discuss refinance options that they promised him would be available, which, of course, due to the economy, are not. Larry then finds himself speaking to his neighbor Lamar, played by Cedric the Entertainer, who tells him he needs to go back to college, and then tries to sell him the course catalog (laughs) for 50 (laughs) cents and haggle. It's like,
0: a dollar, and I'll take
2: half off. Four dimes, two nickels.
0: (laughs) Four dimes, two nickels. I love that It's so good.
2: (laughs) So after realizing this might not be a bad idea, Larry ends up at East Valley Community College in the courses of Speech 217, The Art of Informal Remarks, which he's told by the Dean of Admissions will change his life as well as Econ 1. So Javier has informed me that he has many questions. So
0: many questions.
2: So he also had some observations. So we're kind of going to let him lead this discussion for now. So many observations. I'm very interested to hear the observation and hopefully answer some questions because I love... This movie its one of my favorites. One of my
0: first observations is having been in Human Resources, that layoff was atrocious. (laughs) Like, that was so painful to watch.
2: And not to mention, like, discriminatory. And, Ah.
0: like, the part where he's like,
2: yeah, the old man sitting on the couch going, your lack of education will... I just will forever retard your yeah. matriculation. He's like, yeah, br- you're
0: just a retard. He's
2: like, you're, like you're, yeah, Crown, you're a forever retard. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh my Oh my goodness.
0: So bad. That was so hard to watch. And you've got just the stereotypical HR chick in like a, like a women's pinstripe suit in the corner. And she's just going over some like discriminatory like just jargon. No one's listening to. <laughs> I'm just like,
1: See, I thought that part was funny. While horrible. In regards to an HR sense, funny because they had like all the archetypes of who would be firing you if you were to get yeah. fired. That's so true. Because <laughs> they had the, the one guy who had no idea what was going on, so he just would repeat what was being said. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough for you, Crown. Nah, nah, nah. And then you had the one that was like kind of trying to just be direct and to the point and get rid of him, trying to also care at the same time. And then you had the other guy who was just a jerk. Was just like uh, you, you just had everybody that you would... Love to see if you're ever getting fired. I think
0: I think I've known a couple of those. Like
2: oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And I think going into this movie, and I, I maybe should have prefaced you, but I really just wanted you to watch this movie. Clean. And I,
0: I didn't even look it up. I was like, I'm not going to read a synopsis. Nothing. I just want to. I just want to watch it and see what happens,
2: which I love. And it, you know, it's obviously a huge satire on reality. But there's so many cool themes within it as well so that's always a big thing for me but i love that that was the first thing i never would have put the hr premise oh, on it until you said that and then i'm like shit he is a- we're all hr and we're sitting here going that shit's hilarious you're you're forever retarded crown what the hell
0: maybe we're just all bad at our jobs could be which brings me to my next observation yes i'm watching this movie i'm like this is just a movie of people who are just really fucking bad at their jobs. You've got like all these managers who just who just butcher this layoff, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got Julia Roberts, who's like the shittiest professor ever <laughs> to live. And you've got this like dean of students who is, does Tai Chi like, in he the does, front. <laughs> tai Chi believes it like cured his diabetes. And he's like, All you need in life is these three classes. I was like, Public speaking and econ? Like, but the way he laid it ridiculous. out was so
2: epic. Like, he's like, Okay, you start, let me lay this out for you. You start with, uh, what is it? You start with econ one, then you do the speech 217. And then it was a writing class. And I can never remember. But then he goes, You learn how to f- handle your finances, you learn how to speak to people, and then you. You learn how to write about it all.
0: Which I have taken a basic intro to econ class yep. and I would never foreclose on my house given the information that I learned in that class. I know. That's insane.
2: But dude, you were never taught by George Takai.
0: That's yeah. true. And honestly, the it's like... The course packet. Yeah, the course pack. Oh, right. My whole theory in this movie is like they gave Tom Hanks like a script and everyone else they were told just to improv shit. So Tom Hanks is like going through this story <laughs> and everyone else is just like wheeling and dealing, just whatever comes to Like George, is it Takei, Takei? George, Whatever. I'm pretty sure his directions were like stand on this podium and say things that kind of sound like economics. Yeah. And, and be th- creepy as hell. Yeah. yeah. He's like laughing like the Joker. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Dude, I love
2: the line. So his first line is he comes in and he explains this class, right? And then he starts laughing. ha, 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 ha. And then he's like, "Usually people are afraid by now. Considering you're all here, that shows a good economic decision." And I just was like, "That is such a great way to start your class."
0: (laughs) Like when we'd take snapshots of his and like like those student presentations, I leaned over to my wife and I was like, "Dude, if I wanted to watch just shitty presentations by done by students and professors of like, I'd go back to BYU." Like this just, this blows. Oh, it's
2: so funny.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Okay. So what's your next, my next observation is, so he gets laid off, right? And he's like, he's calling these, these places and he's like trying to get a job. I was like, oh, dip, like, I would actually really like this movie if it was about a boomer trying to get a job using traditional boomer advice. Like, just pick up the fucking phone and call him or drop off your resume shit like that. I was like, oh, yeah, then we're going to watch him starve and die. Like, I'm I'm so excited for this. And then he, like, goes, you know, like, you watch him go back to school and try to get a job and go to school and have a relationship and have friends. I was like, oh, yeah, welcome to the 21st century, bitch. Kind of like... I just really felt good about that. I mean, it's really... I, it's a stark contrast
2: between genera- generational ideas throughout the movie, right? Oh, yeah. And I love how they're all intermingled. And you can see the differences. I mean, you've got Brian Cranston, whose character just cracks me up. I'm a guy who's a guy being a guy.
0: <laughs> just, I loved his character so much because so it's, it's so like... Good. It's so easy to hate him, but at the same time, you're just like... You're you? like, I have thought that same fucking thing before. <laughs> You're just like, you are so worthless. Like, I can't be that bad at you. Okay, the car (laughs) argument,
2: the argument they have in the car after the dinner when they're both (laughs) shit-ripped out of their minds. And he's bitch, like, he's keep, like, it's silent for the first minute they're in the car. And he keeps looking at the cheesecake on the dash. I've been there where, like, not shit-ripped driving, but... Can you please take the cheesecake (laughs) off the dash so it doesn't slide?
0: And she, with attitude, grabs. I was like, "Ooh, that would trigger me."
2: I know. Then he just starts going off. You're just mad because I like big knockers and you don't have any. He's like, "It was a joke." (laughs) I was like, "Oh, dude." (laughs) He instantly gets this face, like, "Fuck, I fucked
0: up. I take it back."
2: (laughs) I should probably take that
0: back. Yeah, oh, that's right. He doesn't even say he takes it back. He's like, I probably should. That's, yeah. like, that's the most half-hearted, like limp dick apology I've ever heard. She's like, "Fucking
2: stop this fucking car!" <laughs> and he just—he's like, "I said I'd take it back." He's still, he still—he never actually. No, takes it. No, he, he never apologizes. Saying, he keeps saying, "I will." And then she gets out, and he goes, "Fine, you watchboard," and drives
0: off. <laughs> I do love that, like, when he gets out of jail for his DUI, goes back yeah. home. She has all his junk on the lawn playing his porn on I know. repeat. <laughs> I wrote down the notes. So the effort it would take to yeah, keep that's that plugged what was in so that you can have his and She, porn. like, dug through his computer to find <laughs> it. You know, like, oh, dude, that was dedicated. And yeah. then he throws a cheesecake against the door. Oh, yeah. And Nicole's like, oh, the cheesecake. lasted <laughs> <it> so long. <laughs> Um, Um, On the topic of the cast, though. Yes. Awesome cast. Amazing. I did did love the cast. Like, we get to the scene. I was like, oh, I didn't know that Freddie Mercury was going to be here. I love it.
2: (laughs) And he's probably my favorite, like, bit character in this whole thing. I loved him the whole way
0: through. It's fantastic. He gets up and talks about toaster waffles. I was like, After he got done doing French (laughs) toast. (laughs) was like, I got one. I think like, that's pretty good. Oh,
2: I think um, I wrote that shit down to his line just killed me. Cause I I just He's did, like, ding ding, apply yeah, for me, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. I did the one the one I struggled with was uh, I forget the actor's name, but Fez from that 70s show. Yeah, Wilmer Valderrama. I could not not here, Fez. I know like, we were just talking about that before you came back in the room. I the, would like repeat every line he said with like a lift. I know. Well, there was a line, so <laughs> Ian, you brought it up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where well, he's uh, he's making it was after Larry, the haircut, Larry Crown and um, after the haircut, Larry yeah. Crown and
0: him, are Don Gordon. Yeah, when they're sharing the real
1: names. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's kind of like one of those, like, I'm going for it and you're going for it. What does he say? Oh, he says, I'm, he I'm says, gonna, I, I love her the most.
0: I love her the yeah, most. I, love her that's the most exactly. I was like, ah, oh, there he is. There's Fez. I, <laughs> I love him take the most. Him he he I seriously has
2: the best one-liners of the whole movie. Like when he's looking through the glass near the end of the movie, and I he's can look see looking through the glass. Chair, he goes, "Hello, I see you. This is glass. I can see through glass." Like I seriously to this day laugh out loud for five minutes until that's over. It, it, I laugh when I because I know it's coming. Like yeah. it, it's just funny every time to me.
0: I also thought they were very true to um, like Julia Roberts' office why do all professors have the most cluttered, disorganized offices you've ever seen? Like, they are slobs. Of, and so they showed our office. I was like, oh, yeah, that yeah, makes it's sense. Pretty realistic, Yeah, right? super realistic. Yeah, 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 And
1: there's like a bunch of books they went to Goodwill and picked up. And just oh, yeah, like they've never read. Yeah, yeah, they
2: just lay them back there. Yeah. So it looks like they're educated and well-read. Yeah, no, I all agree. All right, so my first
0: question is, how did – Julia Roberts, who's like a part-time community college professor, mm. and her husband, who's a failed writer, afford that house. That was a hella nice house. <laughs> so what they don't... Where are they? Them. Like, what state are they
1: in? I don't know that They're ever... in California, I think.
0: Okay. then that, I have no which, idea which where they Which makes at. a
1: lot yeah, of sense.
2: That doubles my question. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure where they're at, but I, I do know... Like, I had that same thought, but I... The only thing I can think of, because they obviously never explain it, but I think when you see that she's thrown all of his shit out at the end, when she kicks him out and laid the porn out, there's a whole lot of books, like published books. Well, they Um,
0: mention that he's published two books.
2: Yeah, And, and here's the thing is, if you publish a book, they pay you pretty well. And you get like royalties on it, sure. So my assumption is, is they're getting by on that shit, but plus her income, that her, her income because she does income is bring it paying it up.
0: the bills. Yes, and mm-hmm. I think and so. Just looks at porn, and he's otherwise unemployed.
2: My guess is, is the how? And again, this is all speculation, but it's the only thing that makes sense because I had that same question, and the million times I've watched it, I go. Like, it still doesn't make sense. But if he got a good, you know, if it did well up front, say the first one did well, because he comes out talking about this, writing another book or a follow up to the second one or whatever Mm -hmm. at the beginning. All it takes is a big advance on a second book and you can buy your house outright or you can, you know what I mean? So maybe they own the home. I don't know what it is, but you're not wrong. It's, it's, But I also like, this This brings me to the point that I wrote down that I think I noticed this very heavily this time because I was paying more attention to different things watching it this time, knowing I was going to be talking about it. The contrast between the two of them, Larry Crown over here, he just lost his job. He talks about with Lamar, uh, his neighbor later, about how he had planned on watching his kids grow up and so he's divorced. His wife left him. He bought his wife out of her half of the house. He's really in a shitty place, right? Like she's got everything that she seems to have been aiming for. She's married, albeit to a really bad husband. She's got a home. She's got a job that she has said that she wanted to be a teacher. So she's doing what she wanted to do. She has a degree in what she loves. Her she talks about Shakespeare and about lit being something that she loves. So she has everything that she wants, but she's fucking miserable. Larry Crown's probably one of the happiest bastards on the planet, even though he has his moments, right? But he's, he's always just finding joy in things. Like I still to this day will sometimes be like spectacular just because I that's love the way he says that shit. But that's like the contrast between those two characters of she has everything you might want for the American dream in a way. Maybe not the greatest on the planet. She's not wealthy, but she has enough. He, at this point, has nothing, but he's still just figuring it out and trudging forward and and doing it, and he's happy. And she is just that close to being a shitty alcoholic, and (laughs) her life goes to hell, right? And So, I really found that contrast interesting. I was like, that's a cool comparison between those two.
0: That is a good comparison. Though for someone who likes her job, she sure does try to cancel classes oh, like a man. hell of a lot of times. I'm too Considering about that, that those professors are paid by the credits that they teach, you'd yeah. think that she would be like way more motivated.
2: Well, though, speaking from <laughs> someone that was a functioning alcoholic for a good long time, the morning is not when you want to have to do something. So the eight a.m. class—that I laughed because she comes rolling in after she got shit ripped at home the night before on her freaking contro and whatever the hell else she put in that ice drink. Yeah, it was—I was laughing. Yeah, eight o'clock. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This class is is canceled and (laughs) bursts in Larry Crown. Am I late? Fuck.
0: (laughs) Which, the whole time I was like, did she take acting lessons from like Kristen Stewart for this movie? Because she had the acting range of Kristen Stewart in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Until the last like five minutes, and I was like, oh. Like, Light Switch, she's not a bitch anymore, and like, yeah. she actually enjoys life because she cleaned her house or Yeah, like, <laughs> Hey, she got her shit in a pile, man. That's what we always say. I guess. Like, that part, like, actually kind of threw me. Yeah. And I was like, I get... Yeah, I, like, I know when I started this movie, the whole point was to see her character arc finally be happy. Yeah. But that came way too late, man. I agree. Like, way too late. I, I She's, like, agree. miserable. Like you said, she's, like, an alcoholic. She's drinking, like, mojitos at, like... a.m. She canceled an 8 a.m. class, went home and started drinking. I'm like, holy shit. And so she's like, that character the entire time. Yeah. And then suddenly she, like, cleans her house. Well, she made out with Larry Crown, dude. Yeah, but even <laughs> after that, she was a total bitch. Well, yeah,
2: well, the next day she was, I guess it was when she got straight was when Talia told her. That he didn't tell. He didn't say anything and that he really liked her. And she was like, oh, fuck, I'm not a piece of shit. This so really, this me.
0: whole time she just needed to clean her house and make out with a dude? Apparently. Come on. Okay, when you say it that way, what I kind can of, kind of what see kind where of character arc is it's that? a little
2: silly. It's a little silly. Uh, no, I do love the line, though, when she comes home from that class and she's drinking. And then she's talking to Brian Cranston. Big, he's trying to, like, sell all this shit that he's oh, been yeah. doing all day. They're
0: comments. Yeah. They're, <laughs> it's not this, a posting. It's a comment. It's
2: a comment. Like, you're lame. <laughs> 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 like, but I love that she's got this fishbowl of a drink, right, that's frozen. Oh, yeah. And she's sitting on the couch. She goes, I'm honest with you. Everything I tell you, the, the highlights and the highs and lows of my day, the, high, the low being... Canceling a, an English lit class Or something like that And the high I'm drinking it I'm
0: drinking it <laughs> She says it to her husband. husband I know <laughs> I was like
2: ooh And I love that she just flat calls him out You were watching porn <laughs> <laughs> It's like what?
0: Yeah,
1: he's, I, it's, you don't believe me do you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's still like He is just gonna ride this lie yeah. All the way to the end yeah. <laughs>
2: And then when he finally gives in, the first thing he fucking says is, I'm just a guy who's a guy being a guy. Like, he like
0: bangs that on that the window because <laughs> she's sitting on the patio <laughs> just trying to avoid him. What the fuck, character? Every
1: time he said that, I couldn't help but think I'm just a dude who's playing a dude who's disguised that's as another, another dude. Yeah. Huh? A what do you mean, you people? He's a guy.
0: Okay, <laughs> my next question is this guy is broke as hell, right? Yes. He's losing his house. How did he pay for college? I understand it's a community college, he's not going to Harvard. Sure. But that's still not cheap. I think the key to the
2: thing was, is he wasn't necessarily broke. I think he's smart enough to have some things set aside to get him by. I think the key was, if you watch the two things he got rid of, are the two most, the the things he couldn't afford and still live, being the house that he was obviously upside down in. his car. And that big SUV, which is why he gets the the scooter, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, to your point, yes, there was obviously some money issues. And it was hilarious that all of a sudden he became an econ, like, specialist by yeah, taking one course.
0: 101. And, and technically, he's like halfway through the course, and yeah. he's got this shit figured Where out. Literally, all the teachers like macros. And yeah. <laughs>
2: ridiculous. But I do think that, like, at least for me, it's implied that he's not stupid. So he's got some money shoveled away. He's just trying to figure out, how do I maintain my lifestyle? And then it's, well, I'm not going to be able to. And then he gets, of course, the little funny cooking job, which I really enjoy. That whole, every scene in that place it's is tough, beautiful. Fair, tough, yeah, tough but fair and like, let me just tell you one of the other lines that every time it happens so when when the two ladies walk in at the end pam greer and julie roberts walk in and the two bosses are sitting at the yeah. table and he goes hey how do you say in spanish my next wife <laughs> yeah. just walked in the room and the guy says it in perfect spanish she goes Mia esposa." Da, 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 da. I <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks over he goes larry Food, go cook it. <laughs> but I also love Cedric the Entertainer's character in this show. I loved
0: it so like, much.
2: When he pulls out in the scooter and he's like honking, he goes, Yeah,
0: pennies to the
2: gallon, Lamar. I think he got
0: me on that deal. So like he tries to sell uh, what's his name? <laughs> yeah, those well, like dinner table trays oh, for like a hundred bucks. bucks
2: a piece. <laughs> and then he starts, he's like, one dollar. Ninety nine.
0: Yeah, you see how this works? <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, jeez. Are we gonna watch this <laughs> <laughs> all the way down to fifty dollars?
2: 25 <laughs> I do this all day, yeah. every day. <laughs> <laughs> then he finally gives them up for eight bucks for the set. Like I, I love it. <laughs> it's good. Yeah.
1: You were thinking about it, weren't you? I know. Yeah, it's my favorite part. You were thinking about it, weren't you? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like, like, wow. I kind of was. You like ninety seven dollars is a lot for TV dinner trays, but. Is it really? Yeah, no, he's like going back <laughs> again. But I do
2: love that he's got a boat. He sit like the one. Oh time yeah, where he just the, like kicking back when the scooter gang comes rolling around the, the corner and he pops up in his boat. <laughs> We're being invaded.
1: Oh yes,
0: <laughs> was so so I funny. thought that scooter gang was hilarious. I love the part where they pass by like a real motorcycle gang yeah, they're and all- they're like, <laughs> "What are you
2: doing?" <laughs> oh god, I love the, like the whole thing with the scooter gang cracks me. Like where they're making him snap. Yeah. And like keep up with it and just making fun of his ass You're On a trial basis. Or at the end, like one of my favorite where he's like when he's getting his hair cut and he's like introducing him and he's like, hey, he's like, raise your right hand. Say something patriotic. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Welcome to what did they even call it? Like I don't oh God, I don't know what they called themselves. The street patrol or something oh, the like street that. Patrol. Yeah, yeah. Street patrol. That's yeah. what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> I think my last point was how George Takei's character has a PhD in economics. Like, what the hell is he doing teaching at a community college? I mean, I think the
2: answer <laughs> like, in the question there. Like, did, did you see his performance? <laughs> like, it's just... Do you, I do love the last class, though, where he starts laughing like that good. again. And he's like... By this time, all you right. all should be laughing with ever, like, me. And then everyone laughs with him. <laughs> and I love the shots. Like the, the camera angles in this film are are just amazing to me. Like the where he's sitting in the crowd and he gets in trouble for his cell phone early on with George the Kai, right? The Dr. M comes over, and he's like they call them smartphones but only dummies use them in my class <laughs> <laughs> takes-
0: i literally i shouted i was like the boomer got out boomer like <laughs> yeah. that's what's up
2: <laughs> but there's this shot where he's texting with Tao Yu, sitting right next to him and george DeKai's talking he's doing his lesson and all of a sudden his hand sticks into the camera shot <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then he takes it and he's literally holding it and he Shakes it at him like I just. I, or when he comes in late, I, I love that yeah. line and when he's like, "It's this is college, Mister Crown. There's only two things you can't do: smoke in the building and use your phone in my class."
0: And then sticks just, out his hand, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah," and like pulls
2: it out, puts or, it in his hand. Or at the final, he's got a row of phones on the table <laughs> in front of him. I just I loved that character. He was a fun character. Every aspect of that.
0: I will say this though overall mm-hmm. that movie I literally have a note that says what the hell is happening yeah. and the answer is nothing nothing fucking happens in this movie <laughs> this dude gets laid off and then in the beginning and he kisses Julia Roberts in the end and in between nothing happens but hell. I
2: love it because it, it's life right like how many of us do that we go to work in the morning we kiss our wife or a girlfriend or husband boyfriend whatever it is at night and go to bed and really in between if you think about it is anything
0: significant happening between Dude, those two if things? If I wanted to be reminded of my slow but steady march <laughs> to death, I would, I don't know, I'd read, I would like keep a diary or something. I don't want to watch Tom Hanks remind me that I'm going to die eventually. My life is boring and it sucks. But at least it's funny. Like everything in
2: there. Okay, let's talk about this classroom, for example. <laughs> like he goes to this speech 217 class. Don't even get me started on Rami Malik. When she takes his phone that first day, like he gets a call from his roommate looking for the weed. Dude, it's in the cigar box underneath the coffee table. Or she's in the middle of ripping his ass and he's like, I got to take this. <laughs> she's, and not to mention his first line is he fucks up her name oh, after yeah. she just got done saying, My he's, name is Mrs. Taino, oh, not Ty Knot, not Tybo. And he's like, Hey, Miss. Uh, Tay <laughs> not. She's like, really? really?
0: <laughs> I did. Tybo? Time? <laughs> and he keeps going yes. for like four more tries. I'm like, dude. He goes through everyone that she said it
2: wasn't <laughs> and he never gets it right. Or at the end of the movie, when he goes into the last class at the very end. I love oh, when so they like, all what walk class in the again? again? What the class is this again? Shakespeare is? the politician. He's like, oh. oh, really? <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> the map genie thing, like their introduction to like actually being more than just student and teacher. Like he rides up on the scooter and she's like
0: screaming this opera Which, song. What year was this made in? 2011. 2011. Okay. I was like, there's no way Julia Roberts is right. like, She has to know that you can turn that voice off.
1: I kept okay. thinking it was way later than it was. Like this was way before 2011. But then they Okay, even
0: if it was during like the yeah. economic downturn of like two thousand eight, that's still like not good enough for me. Maybe if this was like Great Depression era. We're talking like the 1930s. And I'd be like, yeah, like I get that. 2008 though, she doesn't know how to use a GPS.
2: I mean, let's just be honest though. When you listen to like the instructions that he's going through in his head as he's pushing, like he's leaned all the way in with his helmet on. (laughs) He's straddling his scooter, which is leaned to the side. So he's got to hold this thing up and he's kind of tucked into her car. And you can just see her going, what the fuck is happening (laughs) right now? And he's going through. That was quite the process to get to turn that voice. It was like 20 steps. (laughs) And I love the part where he gets to he's like, voice off. Back,
0: back, 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 back. (laughs) How long has that been broken? (laughs) I was at that point. I had to remember, like, this guy is not Forrest Gump. Like, yeah, I know. you could hear Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, like, in Tom Hanks' little, like, accent that he's using. Yeah.
2: Jenny. Oh, yeah.
0: And at this point, like, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's, a, this guy's a moron. Yeah. But then later in the movie, it's like, he's not a moron. He got to be, like, Ace Hall's classes. Yeah. So that part, like, really threw me through a loop of, like, trying to understand this character in my head. I was like, okay, yeah, Tom Hanks, the moron.
2: Yeah. He's just a goofball, <laughs> man. Like, he just, like, I love the part when he's... Just got his hair cut and he comes out and they've rearranged his house. And he's just like looking at it.
1: Spectacular. Spectacular. (laughs) Feng shui. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Julie Roberts all pissed because she thinks he's sleeping with Talia. Yeah,
0: that kind of threw me off too. I was like, "What does
2: she care?" Well, she's miserable. She's married to dumbass Brian Cranston <laughs> in this movie, and this guy's all nice and shit. And like, she's...
0: I would love to be close, distant friends with uh, Brian Cranston's character in this movie. Like, yeah, I would yeah. love for him to just like have a fight with his wife and like come tell me all about it. I'd be like, "Yeah, or you—that guy you, that you screwed up real bad." <laughs> he, I was gonna say he'd be that friend that you blame everything oh, on. Oh yeah, things. absolutely.
2: <laughs> and then he's like, "So when am I gonna meet your wife? You're never gonna meet my wife." You should stop She meeting fucking people. hates you.
0: <laughs>
2: but we've never met. Oh, I've laid the groundwork.
0: So, kind of like your wife. Like I met her once. Yeah. I just haven't seen her since. Is so kind of like that?
2: <laughs> no, actually, she, she figures, she asks me all the time, so have you corrupted those two guys yet? Because I was like, Javier it won't take much, but.
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Excuse like, I'm, me. I'm I am the last defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm incorruptible. Yeah. I'm an immovable object. <laughs> <Exactly>. Fuck you.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So Larry Crown, Any? what other thoughts? Ian, you haven't talked much because we've been kind of dominating the airwaves here. So what were your thoughts about Larry Crown, man?
1: No worries. Uh, I was definitely in the middle. I didn't love this movie. I didn't hate this movie. Um, it was entertaining. I, to Javier's point about how If I really wanted to be reminded about real life, (laughs) I I couldn't help but feel like this wasn't the actors playing their hands. Like, what would it be like if we were just regular people? If we were
0: poor. (laughs) 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 Isn't this so fun?
1: (laughs) That's what I. That's the impression that I got. Uh, I think it was at the part where he's like turning on his sink to brush his teeth or something, and I was like, "That's not what Tom Hanks' bathroom in real life would look like." <laughs> I wonder what they think. I wonder what. I wonder what they think of playing regular people. Right. Oh,
2: <laughs> it's a fair question.
1: So that's. I, That's probably the biggest thing that I got out of it. Which, there's a lot of funny one-liners, I'll agree. Most of what you guys have touched on, I thought was hilarious. Lamar was probably, and his wife, were my favorite characters. Yeah, It was entertaining. I would go to that garage sale probably much every day.
0: Hell yeah. The actress that played his wife is amazing. Taraji P. Henson? Yeah, so I saw her in, um, I forgot the one where she works for NASA. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah I,
2: um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name of it. Awesome.
0: Movie. Great movie. She's also in a TV show. Oh, my gosh. Well, how am I blanking on that one, too? Empire? No. Um, it is with the guy from The Count of Monte Cristo. Um, he's like a washed up. Ooh. Uh, Secret Service and it's like hmm. this person AI of so is this person in- of interest yeah oh, she's yeah, in, that. Yeah, she she does, in that she does really well in that like I've liked everything that she's been in. she might be one of my favorite actresses like coming she up
2: does a lot so she did you ever see the one the Proud Mary she just recently did a mm-hmm. year or no, two ago um, where she's like an assassin you should watch it's it's interesting we should do it okay. um,
0: that'd be cool I it, really
1: like it's
2: her as just like pure badass it's it's pretty i mean it's i've seen better movies but it's
1: pretty it's fun yeah. oh. and she's great she's got a really long spectrum of what she can do because yeah. I, I i think i was telling you in this movie i thought she was the nicest sweetest lady but time i haven't watched empire but i've seen the previews and i'm just like man she is a witch like, oh yeah <laughs> i don't know and she's able to like play that whole spectrum. So I was pretty impressed with that.
2: Yeah, she, she plays the favorite. range. Because you can believe it Like when she walks up to Larry because he's moving and she's like, Larry. She's like, I'm going to yeah. miss
1: you, Larry.
2: And he's just like, holy
0: shit. I didn't think she had like a big enough part in this movie. Yeah. I was like, I, I would love see to see more of her. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. And she's, to Ian's point, though, I had a note where I'm like, it seems like someone explained to some dude in the Congo like, what an American college looks like. Yeah. And it was explained by a valley girl. And that <laughs> that dude wrote a script. Yeah. I was like, they're like, when he meets the little scooter gang, they're like snapping. I know. I'm like, what, he, what is happening here? Here's what I think, though. Like, when I watch this movie and I
2: see that silly shit, I, I it's not a stretch for me to go, there's people out there that do that shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, every time I watch this movie, I'm like, this movie is, because it is, it's silly. I know that like I sit and I watch it and I even though I love this movie I watch it and go there's some dumb shit in this movie But there's some dumbass human beings in this world that are doing this shit. That's fair. Every fucking day. Yeah, and I think that's why I laugh at it. You would find them at community college, sure. Well, or (laughs) no offense, at at my house, I, I do some of the like. There's some shit that happens, and he says that I'm just like me and my friends would do some shit like that. Like we would say some dumbass shit like that. Like I could see myself winning the lottery and going, "What the fuck do I want to do with the rest of my life? I'm gonna have." A never-ending yard sale.
1: Yeah. I just want to haggle. I want my job to be haggled. No shit. I'm just going to come
2: in. And and I love... When he's sitting there and he's, he's given One of my favorite parts is when Lamar and Larry Cranston are talking. And the lady, he goes... He comes in and they're like, let him go. He goes, y'all, man. He goes, on a bloody Friday. He goes, that's how they do it. And then, <laughs> it, and then the lady walks in and he goes, what you got to remember is... A lady with the measuring, <laughs> with the measuring tape. tape. Means money in my pocket, and he gets up and goes and starts haggling with this lady. I just put the I, foosball table, he's like, yeah. Yeah, Brett Farvo to that, or whatever he said, <laughs> I just making some shit up. Was, who was it? Was, no, it was uh, David Beckham. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, David. This was David. was David Beckham's in David Beckham's house.
0: I got an offer for $1,800. All you gotta do is beat that. I'm like, yeah. who the hell is gonna pay you more than $1,800 for a used foosball table? <laughs> so many great
2: moments in this movie. I mean,
0: this movie is like comparable to like Napoleon Dynamite for me. Great one-liners, so there's a lot of funny characters. Overall though, the movie is just like, nah, like it's, it's a movie like Yeah, for sure. Sure. I mean, for me
2: it's like it's pure entertainment though. It's just fun, right? But there's also if you if you get down to the brass tacks, there's some pretty interesting themes throughout the movie, right? So again, I've already mentioned Tom the the relation between Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts characters where they're both in a similar situation where there's some really shitty things going on, but how they manage those things are different. But you've got like Talia's story, like where this she's just this free spirit, changes everybody's name because she changed her own name. How funny was it in when she makes Larry Crown get naked, half naked in her freaking storage closet to give him free clothes, she's always giving him something new. Take a off
0: watch. Your pants. Yeah, take off your pants. Hey, He's my like, boyfriend's what? here. Put your pants back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Larry, put your pants back. When closed. he bends oh. over and Will is <laughs> like, "Oh, like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, some Tom Hanks booty <laughs> yes. <and> some whitey titties." <laughs> so funny,
2: but like all of that shit. Like I'm just like somewhere this is really happening, but. The themes are there, right? I, I love at the end, you have this guy that's pretty much picked himself back up. He's figured it out. He's found this really cool girl that who's a fucking hot mess, right? But she's yeah. figuring her shit out. You got this crazy girl that's got soy sauce tattooed on her ass now. <laughs> who's with this really weird dude that let her change his name and chase... It just pops up like a fucking ninja throughout the movie, like, <laughs> randomly. I do love this character. Here he is. Like, just love it. Like... It's, he, like she pulls over with Larry to take him to the, to Julia Roberts on the bus stop, right? And here he comes. He looks over, like, what the fuck are they doing? He comes rolling up. He's like, what are you doing? Just
0: Hooking Larry up. Hook in. <laughs> yeah. Like Don't in wanna... front of Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, they're <laughs> having this whole conversation. But I love that she like she... chastised Julia Roberts. She's like, I wouldn't want to interrupt your dance in the Dell with Bambi. Bambi. like, <laughs> hey, Bambi was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fun movie. All right, let's talk about whether what we thought of, like, rate it in our lovely rating system, whether we'd watch it again. Everybody knows the answer for me. I will watch this movie thousands more times before I die. One, because every time it comes up on my feed, Casey's like, we have to watch Larry Crown. And I can't get so enough it. So we're talking like a
0: 10 out of 10 rating right now?
2: Um, I, I'm going to say 9.5, and, and that's because the only oh, reason shit. I say 9.5... Is literally because I can't give it a perfect 10 because there are flaws. I can't say there's not flaws. I can't say there's not parts of this movie that I go, that was kind of stupid. But it makes me so happy to watch this fucking movie. Like I, every time I finish watching it, I'm like, I could pretty much quote you this whole movie. You've seen that now over yeah. the last 40 minutes. You
0: didn't even minutes. look at his notes as he was like quoting yeah. direct lines. I don't
2: have to. And I'm only <laughs> halfway through the lines. I know this movie inside and out. But it, every time I get done with it, I'm like, that's, I love it. I'm so happy to watch this movie. So, nine and a half out of 10 for me. All
0: right. So, the movie was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was a lot of fun. And I'm glad I watched it. Like, it, it, was, it was way better than Gemini, man.
2: Yeah. And it was the first one we were, you were able to watch with your wife and not maybe feel a little guilty about. Yeah. It.
0: <laughs> Dude, side story. I was watching The Witcher. And because JJ's like, you gotta watch The Witcher. And I'm watching it with my wife. And boom, we walk into the orgy scene. And I was like, oh, thanks, JJ. Anyway, see,
2: I'm Brian Cranston's character to Javier. Like anything he does wrong, oh, it's JJ's fault. He didn't tell me there was boobs and everything in an orgy flying. Which anyone around.
0: listening to this is like, how did you not? Yeah, know <laughs> that was a possibility. And I did feel bad when you told me that. I was like,
2: oh shit, I should have warned
0: you. <laughs> there was like other people in the room. To- anyway, we're not talking about that. That's funny. Um, fun movie. Glad I watched it. Uh, I'd probably give it like a six or a seven out of ten. Like Tom Hanks is one of my favorite actors. So, like, this is still a fun movie. Uh, It's, like, inconsequential, though. Like, nothing really happens. Like, it's fun. Like, I will put that up with with movies like, you know, just comic relief movies. Mm -hmm. Will I watch it again? If my wife wants to watch it again, yeah, I'd watch it again. But I won't go out of my way.
2: So, at the end of it, did your wife, like, just enjoy the movie? Yeah, she did. Did she? Yeah, Yeah. she
1: really enjoyed it. That's funny. Yeah, for me, I... Would watch it again if somebody else hadn't seen it. Um, for me, it was one of those like I'm glad I watched it. Watched it once. I know the story. I don't know if I want to relive really the story or not because I feel like I have lived that story. As far as rating, I'll go with like a six. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I, with seven. I, I will seven. say yeah. I will say that I love how much JJ loves this movie.
0: I, that is true. He yeah. he made this movie
1: better. For yeah, sure. I feel like I came out. Of one it of these days, I'm like, gonna make you get more. <laughs> After we talked about it.
0: Yeah. Dude, we should do some of our favorite movies. Since now we've seen one of JJ's favorite movies, I feel like we should do one of ours. I mean. mean, Bad idea. Mine is Jurassic Park. I can get behind Jurassic Park. Yeah, you absolutely can. The new
1: Jurassic Park?
0: Any of them.
1: dude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, pick a Jurassic Park movie and I will defend it to my last breath. That is a challenge, and I hold anyone, too. You hear that? Anyone who wants to come up against Jurassic Park or World, the entire franchise, I will stand between you and that franchise.
1: I was just expecting there to be a bit more
0: of a spectrum. No. Fuck you, Star Wars fans. He's just a guy who's a guy being a a guy. So Anyway, I love it. No, oh, yeah. I feel very strongly about those movies. Apparently, apparently.
2: <laughs> Look out for the. Maybe we'll call it the what's what's our favorite series or something like that. And this will be like the first episode because you oh, guys see me geek the shit out of Larry Crown. Then when it comes back around to me, I'm going to make you guys watch another one. You're going to hate, but I love it.
0: I actually didn't hate that as much as I. thought.
2: No, I'm glad. It. I didn't figure you would just because it's there's no point to hating it because there's no point to the movie other than just. Yeah, there's nothing fun. to
0: hate because nothing happens.
1: Yeah, When considering we watched Gemini Man
0: right. Oh fuck, now, yeah, that, that didn't
1: that hurt like either. The blow. Yeah,
0: yeah, and honestly, like the direct comparison.
2: Oh god, know, helped. Yeah, when you're watching them back to back, you're like son of a bitch. All right, so Larry Crown, I'd say based on the ratings, go see it at least once just for entertainment value. Yeah, maybe you'll fall in love with it. Maybe you won't. But thanks for listening. Bye bye. Till next time.